I am angry, I was told I couldn't do it. I'm angry, I was always picked last, I was overlooked, talked over, dismissed, underpaid, taken for granted, used, bullied. I am angry, I wasted time doubting myself because I believe things I have been told in my environment. And I'm angry enough that I'm pushed to prove to myself that I'm better than that now. Welcome to the Voted Least Likely Podcast. I am your host, Leah Yard. I'm a high school dropout who accidentally became an entrepreneur. After spending over a decade working minimum wage jobs, having a complete mental breakdown, and losing all confidence in myself, I somehow started a successful jewelry company. I am the least likely person to have ended up in the fashion industry, the least likely person to have overcome crippling anxiety, and the least likely person to have ever had the confidence to share my story. And I know if you are here, you've likely felt something similar. This piece of internet real estate is a place for us to share how we overcame our own obstacles and found a place to thrive, even if it was the last place we ever thought we would end up. We are talking all things related to failure with a little sense of humor on the side. It's time to expose the narratives we tell ourselves and the ones the world places on us. This is the Voted Least Likely Podcast. I know there are a lot of overnight success stories out there, but in my experience, those truly are, as the saying goes, over a decade in the making. Building a business that is sustainable is hard and it takes a lot of time and it is mostly a series of failures and problem solving. It requires resiliency, openness, and the ability to think on your feet. These are all skills and attributes, attributes that I really didn't have. It's the last thing I ever thought I would do. I am not one of those people who was dreaming of being an entrepreneur when they were little. In fact, I didn't really dream much at all and my business started somewhat as an experiment. I registered my jewelry brand in 2013, but I really didn't know what I was doing. I remember asking a family member who had owned a business for help registering for taxes, and he told me not to bother because I'll never make enough money to even have to worry about that. So that was one of the first mistakes I made. I asked the wrong people for help, and I listened. Most people around me thought I would fail, and I had no clear idea on what I was doing, so I also thought I was going to fail. It's kind of ridiculous, but I genuinely didn't think it was going to work out, but for some reason I just really wanted to try. And I don't exactly know what that drive was. It was never money or freedom. I think it's been something a little darker. I think I wanted to put myself through something difficult and see if I could handle it. This may sound twisted, but I think I was actually onto something. Building a business has been the most painful, exposing thing I have ever done. And because of that, it has been the most character building education I could have ever enrolled in. It's personal development 101. And I'm not naturally suited for it at all. I can't stress that enough. I have a very fixed mindset. I always assume the worst. I get overwhelmed. I have some pretty toxic money beliefs I learned when I was younger. I don't understand things easily and I'm not exactly a visionary. But because of this journey, I am closer to that than I was. 
So this episode is all about the big business mistakes that led me here. It's actually very hard for me to narrow this one down to just three, but I wanted to talk about the ones that I think will actually help you the most. I feel like I've done just about everything wrong from the start. So here we go. The first big mistake I made was this. I assumed I would be supported. I thought I would announce my entrepreneurial journey and everyone in my life would be so impressed and excited and celebrate this dream. And they did not. In fact, the opposite happened. I had close family members tell me it was a bad idea and that I was going to fail. I even had somebody tell me that it would have been irresponsible for them to support my idea or get excited about it. This broke my heart, but it taught me something wildly valuable. And I really need you to hear this. You are not entitled to anyone's support. Not your parents, your best friend, your spouse, no one. You're not entitled to it. And I get that that's hard to hear, but if you can drill this in, you will be so much better off when you start something new. It's great if you get support, but don't start something expecting everyone to rally around you. Here's why. When you start something new that's potentially risky, it scares people. They might be scared for you if they believe you're going to lose everything, or it might scare them because they see you do something that reminds them of something they didn't take the risk on. Starting something new and announcing it publicly is risky. And if someone sees you have the courage, or in my case, I was just being naive, it can be triggering for them because there are millions of people walking around with unlived dreams and seeing you pursue one both scares and infuriates them. So if you have decided to take the leap and fulfill a dream, it has to be worth pursuing without outside support or encouragement. Because when things get hard, which they will, don't bank on particular people showing up. I know this is harsh, but I learned this the hard way and I don't want you to get your heart broken just because you have an expectation. So with that hard truth, here's what you need to do. You have to want it. You have to want it so badly that you will listen to everyone in your life tell you it's a huge mistake and you still want it. You have to want it enough to be prepared to solve problems all day. You have to want it enough to endure failure, rejection, and loss. You have to want it enough that you will show up and support yourself every day. And wanting it enough comes down to having a vision, a dream that drives you, even when your friends and family don't have faith in you. We don't have enough time to go through all the ways of how to find what that fire is, but a simple way, and I'm sorry, but it's a little dark again, is to think about what makes you angry. I am angry. I was told I couldn't do it. I'm angry. I was always picked last. I was overlooked, talked over, dismissed, underpaid, taken for granted, used, bullied. I am angry. I wasted time doubting myself because I believe things I had been told in my environment. And I'm angry enough that I'm pushed to prove to myself that I'm better than that now. 
This show is sponsored by our very own company, Leah Yard Designs. Leah Yard Designs is a jewelry brand in Vancouver, Canada that specializes in unique, semi-precious pieces. The designs are meant to be mixed and matched to celebrate the wearer. We love fashion juxtapositions, which is why you will usually find me in ripped jeans and a ton of gold jewelry. Our goal is to add glamour to every day. Our most popular design is our Zodiac necklace, which was created to celebrate what makes you uniquely you. 5% of all profits in the jewelry collection are donated to the DEWC, a local charity that helps vulnerable women in Vancouver's downtown east side. You can learn more and shop the full collection at www.leayarddesigns.com. Find something that pulls or pushes you that comes from you. The driving force in your pursuit has to come from you. So this naturally leads me to the next big mistake. I thought I would be saved. This is another hard one. No one is coming to save you. Nobody's coming. You're not going to be discovered. I talked about this on TikTok and it sparked a really interesting conversation. So you know The Matrix, the movie The Matrix. There is an underlying storyline in this show and like a lot of movies that really freaks me out and I didn't realize how this storyline kind of tripped me up in my life. So bear with me. We have our main character, Neo, who is the one. But Neo does not know he is the one until Morpheus, an external mentor, comes and finds him and tells him he is special. I would say he even convinces him. He comes equipped with brightly colored pills and everything. So the question that freaks me out is this. Would Neo have still been the one without being discovered? I love The Matrix. I believe it is a profound illustration on how we go through our own lives, living in our own realities. But this part of the storyline made me believe someone was coming. And not to get too nerdy here, but it's the same with Star Wars. Luke Skywalker is just some kid on a desert planet until someone comes and gives him a new storyline. So do you feel like you have something special in you, like you have a gift? I feel like I know you do because you're here listening to this. So I want you to carefully think about this question. Are you subconsciously waiting for someone to save you? Because if so, stop. I worked entry-level jobs for over a decade. I started as a janitor and then did mostly retail and never tried to climb my way up or out of anything. Even though I knew I had more to give, nothing about my external world proved to me that I was special. So I kept waiting for something outside of myself to change. I didn't take responsibility. And here's the thing, everybody's got their own shit going on, so they're likely not looking around for a diamond in the rough. And that thing you have in you, it is your responsibility to nurture it. So do I think you should find mentors to help guide you? Absolutely. But the big difference here is you have to find them. They are not coming for you. So please stop waiting. This mistake cost me 10 years of misery. And I'm still unlearning the toxic beliefs I took on from others. So please don't make the same mistake. 
Okay, mistake number three. This is fun, right? I'm really selling the entrepreneurial journey, but I just want to warn you of things that can come up because it's not an easy journey. So mistake number three, I wasn't willing to change enough at the beginning. I hate looking stupid. I am the youngest of three, the only girl, and I was often the butt of the joke at home. I was bullied in school a lot. I was bullied in my adult life a lot. And so I just kind of clammed up and did everything I could not to give anyone ammo. And that meant at all costs, try to not look stupid. So I didn't try many new things. And when I did, I assumed I would fail because I often failed because I wasn't trying enough new things. So on top of being a high school dropout, I had very little life experience and I had no idea what I was getting myself into when I decided to start business. I did not realize that business or really anything big that we pursue is a mindset game. And more specifically, it is a growth mindset game. I learned about the difference between growth and fixed mindset through Carol Dweck's book called Mindset. I highly recommend this book. It 100% changed my life. And I'll be honest, it was difficult for me to read because as I was reading it, I was realizing how hard I had made things in my life because my default is quote unquote fixed. So basically a growth mindset means you believe you can change, learn new things and grow. A fixed mindset is more along the lines of we have a rigid set of skills and intelligence level that we kind of start out with. So obviously this is just a general summary. The book goes into more detail, but if this statement pinged something in you, I highly recommend reading it. You might have the same reaction as me where you learn something difficult about yourself, but it really changed my life for the better. So at the beginning of starting my business, I didn't try much that was new, even though the whole thing was new. I didn't analyze the progress I was making or not making. I didn't pivot quickly enough. I didn't reach out or take the right risks. And I just tried to not look stupid, which let me tell you, if you're starting something like a business, you got to get ready to look really dumb. It is a humbling experience. It is embarrassing. And I still really struggle with that part. I just now know that it is a part of it and it won't kill me. It's just going to sting for a little bit. So get used to trying new things, get used to flopping, failing, looking silly, saying the wrong thing, hearing no. Um, these mistakes are all really hard, but, and I still make them sometimes, but the end result of growing and pursuing something big and making progress, it's all worth it. So. I just want to prepare you because I wasn't prepared. So here's the recap. If you can find something that drives you so aggressively, be willing to look like an idiot and learn to choose yourself, you will create something incredible. Whether it's growing a business, creating art or building a family, if you're willing to make mistakes and learn from them, you will be an unstoppable force you will be the one. Thank you so much for being here. I really hope this episode gave you a boost of encouragement to follow your own path, even if it's a little unruly or has a few more weeds than you expected. I would love if you could share this with somebody important to you. We never know who needs a boost. 
If you'd like to learn more, you can find me at www.leayard.com. And if you want to see a little more behind the scenes, you can connect with me on Instagram at leayard. And now I will leave you with this. We all have more in common than we do not. Be kind when you can, judge less, less often, and never, ever underestimate your own potential. I'll see you next week.